Coming up in this episode, Randy and I are going to talk about rally events. What do you like? What are some of your favorite games and events that you like to attend? So we'll talk about that. We've got two listener questions we're going to answer. I think we'll make that a normal feature, plus our right of the week. Stick around. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, any random thoughts that pop into our head, and of course, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. About 10 years ago, my best buddy talked me into buying a motorcycle so we could go touring around the Ozarks Mountains. The rides were amazing. One weekend, I couldn't go, but he went anyway. Tim was topping a hill on a big curve and was hit head-on by a car passing an RV. Thankfully, he survived. And thankfully, he had Schmidt Law Firm on his side. I do too. Motorcycle accidents happen. Schmidt Law Firm will prove negligence and help you get full recovery. Find them online at KansasCityLawyers.com. Put Schmidt Law Firm on your side of the table because motorcycle accidents do happen. Okay, y'all know that I'm an old geezer, so my references may not always hit home. But there used to be a TV show called Then Came Bronson. I would ask if you remember that, but that was so far before your time. (laughs) I don't remember sitting down watching it, but I've seen it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, it's about a guy who rides his motorcycle across America, and he's searching for the meaning of life, aren't we all? And its theme song was called The Long Lonesome Highway. Well, I kind of like getting out on the long Ozarks highways, and you should too. But before you head out on the Ozark highways, you should make sure that your ride is ready. The service and repair pros at Heartland Honda in Springdale, Arkansas, they can help you do that. Whether it's your recreational on-road or off-road vehicle, and when it's time for something new or pre-owned, Heartland Honda can fix you up. Check them out online at heartlandhonda.com or give them a call at 479-751-7022. Hardland Honda. Work hard, play hard. You know, Randy, you meet the nicest people at Hardland Honda. Well, welcome back to another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. With me, as always, is Randy Tweedledee Lewis from Bike Works in Urbana, Missouri. How are you, young fella? You're welcome. I know it. Okay, so I hope you've had a good week. Hey, man, I made it through another one. Same shit, different week. Yep. We got a brand new featured ride, and it's a brand new ride at OzarkRides.com, and you can find the link to it on the homepage right there in front of God and everybody. It's called the Renegade Run, and it's a 183-mile ride. It's in Missouri, and it takes in some of the best roads in southwest Missouri. Now, this ride is going to begin in Sparta, and you'll want to definitely fuel up right there in Sparta. Because this ride is going to take you through a lot of the areas where there is no place to get gas. Right and on. nothing sucks more than being... Stranded because of fuel. Because of fuel. And it's a long hike to get fuel. <laughs> Shit. And everything around Sparta area, there's no easy hike about it. That's right. So if you don't fuel up in Sparta and you run out of gas, that's on you, bub. You've been warned. Now, this ride takes you on the Oldfield Loop. In my opinion, and it, they're like assholes... 
Oldfield Loop is arguably the best road in southwest Missouri to ride on a motorcycle. Tall tale there. It is, and it's it's just that good. And then it'll take you down south on Highway 125 to the Peel Ferry. Very common ride. Everybody knows about that one. Now, then, as you head back north into Missouri, because Peel Ferry is going to obviously loop you back into uh, Arkansas just a little bit. And uh, if you head back into Missouri, you get to experience some really great, less traveled back roads like uh, County Road V, AA, and M, just to name a few. And it'll also take you all the way back up through Wilson's Creek National Park, which is a cool park to yeah. stop at and, you know, check out. If you like that Civil War kind of history. So if you get a chance, check out the Renegade Run at OzarkRides.com. You don't have to search for it. It's right there on the homepage at the top. If you can't find it, get some glasses. So, Randy, the response we had from listener emails was pretty good. Okay. So I think what we're going to do is every time we do a podcast, we're going to answer two, you know, listener yeah, yeah. questions. So I got two. I got um, two as well. That's not what you're <laughs> No, I'm not going to go there. Anyways, this first question is from Mike, and he's in Alexandria, Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, a place of casseroles. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. I want to know what Mike rides. You know, in Minnesota, you're right there really close to Harley country. Are you on a Harley? Are you on a metric? It didn't say. Or are you on something a little bit more dual sport? I said it didn't say. He didn't say. Ooh, I, you never know anymore. Sorry, Mike. Well, the, the sad note is you don't. <laughs> okay, it. so here's the question. We're planning a trip to Arkansas to check out the fall colors, and Jesus Christ, there yeah. is no better time to ride than during the fall colors in Arkansas or Missouri, for that matter. Yeah. And you mentioned that the pig trail is not the best ride in Arkansas. Can you tell me what you think is the best ride in Arkansas? Mm. As a trap. It the is. whole thing it was is. a trap. So I can't even remember the name of it. What you have it on there. It is the, is it the Pasadena? Not, maybe not Pasadena. I know Pasadena is in that's California. California but I know it's in California. It's that Southern ride that goes over the ridge. I want to say it starts with a P. I will get, that's one of them. So I thought about it and I sat there and I got, ah, crap. Which one? And, and, and as you said before, it's all subjective. Oh, what, yeah. what I may think is, but he, the question was what I thought. Not what the consensus is. Right. Like, I like girls. You like guys. We're just different. We're two men, but opinions are different. You did that on purpose. I gotta barbecue your assy molasses. If I was 40 years younger, I'd just reach over and slap the piss If out you were of 40 you. years younger, I'd knock your shit down. Shit, you wouldn't be born. <laughs> so I have a good, good swinging chance. Even then, I'm not even for sure if you could handle it. <laughs> so... I've got three rides, and honestly, even though it's subjective, any one of them to me could be the best ride. Uh -huh. So, ride number one, it's the Clarksville to Pig Trail ride. Now, this one's great because you can take the Pig Trail, and as soon as you reach the southern end of the Pig Trail, boom, you're right there at the starting point Yeah. Uh, for yeah. this ride. And it's on page one of the Arkansas ride maps, and this ride runs along the Mulberry River in Arkansas 215. Uh, which connects to Highway 23, the pig trail, like I said. Mm -hmm. It features extreme elevation changes, and I like that. Yeah. So that's, you know, something that I like. has a lot of switchbacks. It runs along a crest where it's like um, you're on the side of a mountain. Right. So one side you've got 
you know, a lot of elevation for the mountains. And the other side, you're looking out over a valley. And I kind of like that too. So, but you need to start this backwards. On the map, you'll see the starting point is Clarksville. Mm. Uh, but Little if you're doing the cowgirl, right on, yeah, right do on. a backwards reverse cowgirl. Yeah. Uh, because if you're going to do the pig trail, or you can start in Clarksville and then when you end this ride, take a right and you're on the pig trail. Okay. So it's a uh, junction 23 and 215, and the ride as you go backwards is going to end up in Clarksville. And there's an awesome, authentic Mexican restaurant. Oh, yeah. Leave it to a fat old man to know about that. <laughs> the food. The, the food. food. Where are we I headed? Tell you what, motorcycling, that's what it is. The ride, the food, the drinks afterwards. A lot of people, like, I mean, me, that's, that's, that's it. it. They're just, yeah. the, the destination is a good food. restaurant. Yes. Food. Food. <laughs> now, the next ride that I came up with is uh, the one that you were mentioning. It's called the Talamina Scenic Drive. Talamina. Pasadena, Talamina. Talamina. It's, it's pretty close, right? Yeah, they're, they're right next to each other. 52 miles. You'll find that. <laughs> <laughs> Such a little turd. <laughs> You'll find that on page two of the Arkansas Ride Maps pages at ozarkrides.com. Now, this ride covers the entire length of the Talamina Scenic Drive. It's starting in Mina. Uh, if you've never been down to Mina, it's an interesting little town. We'll leave it at that. To say the least. Interesting. Uh, a lot of history to that town. Uh, now, when you start there in Mina, it takes you to Arkansas 88, which actually turns in to highway number one. And it has the best panoramic views. Because mm. if you can imagine taking this ride, uh, you're, the whole ride is along the ridgeback of a mountain. Yeah. And it's so like seeing the earth. Whether from you the... look to the right or you look to the left, you I mean, you're, the panoramic views that you can see forever. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're way up there on this ridge. So, I mean, it was just stunning. That That's road. what I like. It's either a canopy-covered road or freaking a bird's-eye view where you're almost like you're in a hot air balloon just drifting over the top of the whole scene. Yeah, because this, this road is, 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 the elevation-wise, this road is really high. Yeah. And so, and it drops off substantially on either side, so... Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Now it's a hike to get down there because Mina is in the southern part of yes. the Ozarks, but it's if you're going to be down there, it's absolutely worth it. And last but not least, I chose the Arkansas Dragon. It's a 59 mile ride. Okay, so you'll find it on page six of the Arkansas Ride Maps pages. Now this ride includes an area south of Mount Judy. Some people call it Judea. Yeah, Judea, whatever. Judy, whatever you whatever floats your boat. Judy with a booty. Yeah, Judy with a booty. Uh, with has this ride has a lot of twisties, hence the name the Arkansas Dragon, and switchbacks. Now, when I say switchbacks, this is a, a ride that uh, you need to be somewhat skilled on, because you can be going along pretty good clip, and all of a sudden, boom, you come there around the corner, is. and there's a switchback, and this is the kind of switchback you need to slow down to like five miles an hour, ten miles an hour. Yeah. 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 Or else you're going to be a statistic. Yeah. So be have your head on a swivel on this ride, but it's fantastic if you like that sort of thing. Now, the ride starts at Osage, Arkansas, and you take the ride on County Road 103, 74, 123, and uh, it's just a, a great ride. So those are my three all-equal rides that I personally think are better than the Pig Trail, not to take away yeah. from the Pig Trail. Now, I do have an honorable mention. Okay. Yeah. Everybody gets a trophy. I understand. Everybody it's gets a trophy. That's right. It's the whole <laughs> hog ride. 
And uh, you can find that link on the homepage too. I figured. And the reason like, I brought this, don't I'm not even gonna let I you start. I figured you'd love the don't whole even start. hog. <laughs> Golly, is it's on point today, Whole hog baby. on a spit. So the reason I mentioned this ride is because it's that ride that I created that encompasses. If you're limited on time, he mentioned he was coming down for the fall colors. You can do it in one day. I think it's kind of silly to do it that way, uh, because part of the fun is just checking out you know different things well you gotta stop for medication i gotta stop for medication change the diaper change the diaper that's right yeah oh man you're full of it today a good young man you know when you came and and sat down and the first thing you did before opening a beer was (laughs) you grabbed the bottle of jack daniels and i thought this is gonna go well (laughs) so uh check out the whole hog ride because basically won't get into it much it's it's a great ride because i created it to encompass the best of all of the Ozarks. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that come up and go, oh, geez, you know, I only got a couple of days. Which ride do I take? This one. Yeah. Because it's a bunch of separate different rides encompassed into one. Right on. So there's that. Okay. Got one more question and it's for you. It's from Pete from Mobile, Alabama. Hell yeah, Pete. Says, I have a 2013 Harley Street Bob with a stage one. My question is, what are your thoughts about adding a power commander and cams to get more performance? Take it away, Nancy. Fucking a rides. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah. That's do it. it. Yes. Done. Yes, please. Okay. So the stage one. Yes, that's that's awesome. What a stage one nets you is like a five to eight percent increase. I don't give a shit what anyone says. The numbers of ten or fifteen percent. It's realistically more like a five to eight percent increase in power. Okay. All of that breathing air in and breathing air out, all that really technically does is create you a great sound with a little bit lower EGTs, a little bit lower engine temperatures, and the idea of saying, yeah, I got a stage one on that thing. It helps. It's not that much. Tune that thing and throw cams. And truthfully, like, I'm kind of one of those dudes that uh, moderation is for cowards. I don't know why I've always been like that. If it says one teaspoon... Two teaspoons is better. You know what I mean? To what you've been with your jack. <laughs> it's it's for whatever reason. Moderation is for cowards for me. Now, I understand everybody's on a budget. But yes, I would 100% agree with cams and a tune. So when you talk about performance, you're able to breathe more air in and breathe more air out. Okay? But you only have so much lift out of a stock cam. So you're not necessarily getting the maximum out of the maximum amount of air that you can get in and get out. So cams really, really help that. Now with doing cams in a tune, be very selective. Okay. Understand where you want your power. Don't just buy the biggest choppiest cam that you could possibly do because it sounds amazing. Typically when you get a cam that sounds killer on what I call a stock mill, you know, Nothing as far as your big bore or head work has been done. Find a good cam that's going to give you power in the power range that you want. Okay. If you do a lot of mountain riding or a lot of, you know, in and out of turns, get a low RPM cam, something that builds power right off of idle all the way through three or 4,000 RPMs. That's going to give you the better riding experience. Now, back in the day, they used to always have touring cams, like for the electric glides and bullshit like that. And those those cams didn't start making power until like 3,200 RPM. They were 32 to 55. Those cams are designed for top end, you know, out there passing power, things like that. 
so when you go mild on everything and you're you're building slowly essentially get a cam that works really really well for the rpm range that you're riding in i see that that misconception all the time they everybody goes i want the biggest cam i can get not always the answer no it it really isn't it's got to work well with your setup now the other side of that is i also see a lot of guys now can you throw the whole system off by picking the wrong cam it's oh, kind the of power a, commander will adjust for that, won't it? Yeah. So with your power commander, let me start with what power commander does for you. Okay. It is done by DinoJet. Those guys dyno tune bikes daily. Okay. That's all that they do is dyno tune motorcycles, different setups, different parameters. They are linked up with a, all the dyno houses across America. And what that is, is what you get with buying that is you get experience from experienced dyno tuners who has, say you've got, say you've got a, what, what does he have? 2013 Street Bob? Yeah. Okay. They've dyno tuned a whole bunch of 2013 Street Bobs with different exhaust systems, different, different cams, different configurations. Yeah. So what you get when you buy that is a map bank is what I call it. So they've got a map for, you know, a stage one, stock ECM, Stage two, stage three, stage four, different setups, Vance and Hines exhaust, Cobra exhaust, two into one exhaust. So what you get to do with that is essentially go in and pick the map file that closely relates to what you have. And then you upload that map. And then it's, it's really, really pretty kind close. Of plug and play. It really is. It gets you in the realm of very close. Now the discrepancy there is, is say you're running and we see it a lot in our area and it, it's garbage but it is what it is we live in a poor community right yep so when my side of it is not everybody buys vance and heinz exhaust so you have your open air intake and then you have some chinese brand exhaust so then what you do is you find an exhaust system because most of those dyno jets are on big reputable brand name stuff you find an exhaust system Say like on a street bob, a lot of guys will run street sweepers or short shots or maybe a two into one Cobra pipe. You find something that is close in that manufacturer to what you have and then you upload it with that. Now, if you go with like say a power vision where it has auto tune capability, what you do is you load your base map that's very, very close to what you have as far as your setup, you know, your setup of your air intake, your setup of your exhaust, your ECM flashes, whether it was a stock one that was flashed or a stock one that was dyno tuned, whatever it might be. Okay. So with the stage one on that particular bike, you're going to end up selecting a, a stage one style setup on your ECM. Anyway, so with the auto tune from there, what you can do is click auto tune on your, depending on which one you use. Okay. As far as your power vision or the Power Commander 5, or whatever it is that you buy. Some of them use a laptop, some of them are done through an LCD screen. You can select Auto-Tune, and then you start data logging is what it's called. So you select your Auto-Tune and data log, and you ride it 500 to 1,000 miles. And what it's doing is it's constantly checking your parameters, and it's constantly checking how you ride, and it's creating a map file fine-tuning for your elevation, how you ride. Then at the end of that mileage, you go and you create a map. It's learning. Yes, it's in a learn process. Now, typically, they don't run always super, super crisp at start. The more you get towards the end of your mileage, 
they start running a lot better. Then once you've created that data log and created that map, you can just name it, name it whatever you want. Once you've created that map, then what you do is you upload that to your bike and now it's got a fine tuned, not quite as good as a dyno tune, but very, very close. I mean, we're talking about small increments on the, on the numbers as far as your power and your torque and stuff like that. So then you get to create that map file, upload it, and you're pretty well set. It kind of takes a dyno house out of your equation, but cool. you have to do the legwork is what it is. So long way around the bush, yes. Okay. Cams in a good tuner will drastically help you, a lot more so than just doing a stage one. So I think what we'll do is from now on, we'll do uh, two questions per podcast. My uh, question was kind of long-winded. Yours yeah. was not. Yeah. And yours was more informative. So if you'd like to ask us a question, just go to OzarkRides.com, click on the podcast page, and there's a form there you can fill out, and we'll get it. And uh, if it's snappy, we'll read it over the air. Yeah, make them good, guys. Make, make them, them good. good. You can ask us anything. Yeah. The crazier, the, <laughs> the better. Crazier, the better. love it. Love you told nonsense. me you had something you wanted to talk about today. FNA right, boy. Yes, I do. So we are in the better rallies, in my opinion. Spring rallies are okay. Summer rallies freaking suck. Yeah, at in, the time of this opinion. recording, we're doing uh, Lake of the Ozarks Bike Fest. Yes, and then guess what? A week, two weeks, something like that, we've got Blues Bikes and Barbecue. Uh-huh. Then we'll also have Biketoberfest down in Florida. There's so many rallies going on at this point in time. And in my opinion, the fall rallies are so much better than spring rallies for whatever reason. And summer rallies are, they're nice, but fuck. I'm getting to where I like comfort. I like. Oh, you're coming over to the dark side, my side. I don't like going out there and sweating my freaking balls off, standing on asphalt parking lots, talking to people and seeing all this shit while just sweat is rolling down my face. I spend way too much money in liquor. For you young kiddies listening, I'll tell you what, you may laugh at that, but there's going to come a day where you're going to feel that way too. Oh yeah, man. Swamp ass is no fun in the middle of the summer. Okay. The fall rallies, in my opinion, are freaking amazing. Oh, and by the way, swamp ass, gold bond or monkey butt. Highly recommended. (laughs) Eh, not there yet. So, Fall rallies. What do, what do you like about the rallies? Most of the people like going and saying, oh, I've been to this rally. I've done this. I like sitting on Main Street and watching people. That's all great. The rally games in the past couple years have went so freaking up and just exponentially higher. Used to, you'd get the keg roll, the slow the, roll, the weenie bite, yeah, the the weenie bite little, little things like that. But now we're getting into other shit where it's just like, dude, that's cool. And I've got to say, my all-time favorite is the dirt drags. Not, It's not always mainstream. It's usually an off-center stage type thing. Um, it's a little bar. It's a little place. But the freaking dirt drags, in my opinion, are dope as shit. You like that? Yes. You get out there, it's, it's kind of prep dirt. You know, it's all kind of you know, four to six inch deep dirt. It's not just like hard packed dirt you get to take off on. They've got a real tree. You freaking line up next to somebody in the dirt and you just grip it and rip it. You got a little fishtail. You got spinach. You got all that shit. Now, granted, it's not like an eighth or quarter mile. It's not like that. But it's just fucking it's fun. fun. You yeah, know? It is. How many times have you ever been in gravel or on dirt and you just, 
you know, dump the, dump the clutch and drop the throttle a little bit just to slip it for whatever reason, it's fun. And I dig seeing it. Like I've seen guys on nice ass baggers get out there and just rip it in the dirt guys on old bikes. Um, lead sled does a lot of this lead sleds an aftermarket company does sportster stuff. Mm -hmm. They put on a lot of those, but the dirt drags in my opinion are just freaking awesome. I love every second of it. I'm still old school. I mean, I, I enjoy watching the uh, weenie bite. It makes you jealous, doesn't it? I thought about not mentioning it because of what you <laughs> follow the... up with, but how about you kiss my ass? How'd that be? You know what, though? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm a straight dude, okay? Love women. Well, Maybe listen, it's... I'm not sure that you are because you sure seem to focus back to that a lot. Yeah. It's disturbing to me. It's, okay, it, that's shit talking 101. You learned that in elementary. Not, yeah, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, hey man, if that's what floats you, whatever. Do what you got to do. Anyway, I kind of like seeing the obscurity. Like some dude gets on the back of it. It's like, oh yeah, that guy's funny. He's got no shame. He's got balls the size of yeah. freaking Mount Rushmore. Everybody's going to make fun of him. But that's the funny part about it. Like, yeah. You get a bunch and he of, doesn't care. Yeah, you get a bunch of dudes together. What is the best pastime? That's shit talking. Yeah. You know, when you're great friends, that's literally, you can have conversations for days and all it is is just shit talking each other. Like even women, like I see women shit talk. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah. And honestly, they're, they're the worst. They're better by bar oh, none. Oh, they've got Typically, it down to better. a science. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny to see a woman shit talk a grown man and that guy's just like, Fuck. What are you going to say? What, what are you going to do? do? What do I do? You know, dudes, you always have that kind of idea. Like, hey, if I go a little bit too far, it might be a fight. And that's yeah. kind of, that's exciting to me. You get in a shit talking competition with a woman. Most men kind of hold back a little bit. Like, I don't know. Maybe this is sexist or whatever. It kind of should be that way. Like, oh, daddy always told me, and this is the way I believe uh, any man that hits a woman he ain't no man at all. Yeah. It, it's just funny. It's just the lightheartedness of it. Like I thoroughly enjoy that for whatever yeah. reason. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be, okay. You got the, you got the deep throat competition. Okay. Oh, for God's sake. Right uh, well, I, I admittedly have never seen the dirt drag. So the only ones that I've ever seen that I enjoy watching is kind of boring, but I enjoy it is the, uh, the drags where they bring the trailer out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a name for that, and I can't remember what it was. Dino Drags. Dino Drags, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like watching those. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I, they can be a lot of fun. They Somebody's oh, screwing up. and Dude, I saw a chick. It was funny as shit as that. So a chick gets up there, and she's going against somebody. She pulls her clutch in, puts it in first, and she's trying to rip it down the track. She never let go of the clutch. That's on our website. She's or just, not, it's on our Facebook. Yeah, full throttle, banging through gears, never lets go of the clutch. I recorded that video <laughs> down at the Hot Springs. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. she's just getting it. She's yeah. gritting her teeth and she never <laughs> let off the clutch. Yeah, that's, that's shit. funny. That, that's that when it's funny. funny. I'll tell you the other one that I absolutely enjoy. You don't see it at all of them. Mini bike races. Yeah. Mini bike races. We actually looked into doing that, uh, oh, you know, yeah. having yeah. a little event. And getting the mini bike races and conferred with a couple, two or three attorneys. Yeah. And, and they like, all said, you're insane if you do that for the liability. Oh, you know what? Like, I understand what they're saying. 
But there's a certain part of me in my in my soul that's just like, man, fuck that. We're yeah, all adults One of them here. says, you might do that for 10 years and have no problem, but then you're going to run into one guy, and there it is, always that guy. And that guy. That's going to sue your pants off and, and, and ruin you forever. Yep. So yep. it just wasn't worth it. But those are fun to watch. Oh, it's hilarious. It's freaking hilarious. You get those... Those big mountain of men, the yeah. big ass dudes get out there. 300 and get on them. plus. Yeah. And then they are squatting the tires on this little mini bike and they've got to run through a little slalom course mm-hmm. and like corners and stuff. It's just funny. It's to me, it's like watching midget wrestling, <laughs> oh, but I don't shit. care who you are. That's funny. Yeah. If you don't find that funny, there's something inherently wrong with you. Got anything else to add? You finish two beers, great big swig of whiskey. Mm, we're going for another one, I guess. Okay. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there. If you like to submit a question, go check it out on the podcast page. Uh, fill out the little, it's not a form, it's just, you know, a thing to put in your question. Yeah. And uh, we'll answer it. And you also might consider becoming a Patreon mentor. Of course, we uh, appreciate it. It helps us pay the bills. And because everybody knows this is not free. Randy mm. drinks a lot. Yeah, so, no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. So, appreciate you listening. Stay safe and keep it on two wheels.